Hey, this is Courtney James Clark from Jurassic World, and you're listening to Atomic Geekdom. My name is Dave. Joining all of us tonight is JD. Hey, what's up, guys? And Daniel Sun. Hello. It's been a while. Oh, you're supposed to sing that. I did, been didn't a I? Been a while. Been a while. <laughs> Nobody gets that right. Old Joe Hater Pie. You got two lines right. Uh, hey, that was one more than you got, Danny. So yeah, I, what, you, what are you talking about? I said the opening line right. It's brow, or I could have been it's yeah. been. <laughs> I don't even know what you just did. <laughs> it's been, it's been. That's a different song. Yeah. I know, but it works. <laughs> yeah. same, I also same. don't know the lyrics to that either. So uh, it's one week, one like week, one week. Yeah, it's, it is called. The song is called "One Week," isn't it? It sure oh, is. That makes sense. Hey everybody! Do you remember the early? So what are we 2000s? talking about again? We do too. <laughs> Apparently, we're going to talk about that Canadian band, <laughs> the Bare Naked Can- Ladies. Hey, you do not talk about BNL, all right? BNL. <laughs> wow. Uh, do, do you not remember that joke from Community? No, I don't. <laughs> oh, that's one of my favorite runs they go on. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant to introduce Danny as Fridge Large Meat. Oh, yeah. See, you're already messing up. That's how long it's been since I've been on. <laughs> right. So Fridge Large Meat is joining us, oh, nice. a.k.a. Cross it off the list. Done. A.k.a. Danny. <laughs> All right. Oh, we talked. Oh, you left early. I'll tell you later. Okay. Don't leave early this episode. <laughs> um, All, right. All right. Tonight we are talking about heroes because uh, next week or later this week, I should say, September 24th, Heroes Reborn debuts. And uh, we are all... I'm super stoked. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we're stoked. We're all super excited about it. As ex- so is Danny. Uh, apparently, I, I just singing. Can't figure out how to sing like that. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll edit That's it. That's not part of the show. That's going to be bad. I'm oh. just saying. That was the that was my favorite character. That wasn't a character. <laughs> what are you talking? I didn't understand the show. I got a oh man. Maybe I shouldn't be on this episode. <laughs> it was always confusing when the cast thing came up and his name came up and then the voice of I'm like there was yeah. That's what, what? the the <laughs> the narrator. That's that's uh, Sandhill Ramamurthy. That's not <laughs> that's the guy that plays right. Suresh. Yeah, a great actor. And then I realized, oh, that's the singing guy's voice. That's what they're giving credit <laughs> to. The singing guy's. Voice. I love that the singing guy had a voice. <laughs> like, he sure did. Had to Shank- give him a credit. Shankar. Yes. I had to look it up real quick. Got to gotta give him credit where credits due because I can't sing like that. Yeah, uh, I, I just tried. <laughs> So, Heroes was this tiny little phenomenon that debuted on NBC back in 2006. Uh, Almost, wow, it'll be a day after, uh, let's see, six, what's, quick math, JD, uh, 11 years, no, nine years. Nine years, 11 years? (laughs) I went the wrong way. Don't make me older than I am. This is the case that came out the year I graduated. (laughs) Nine years and a day to the, uh, the debut of the series, The Heroes Reborn, will start. 
Uh, it it uh, it took off like crazy. It was a great show the first season. I'm going to say that a lot. The first season was amazing. I thought it was really well done. You can check it out on my binge watch column at TommyKingdom.com. I've got season one and two up. Season three is probably up by now too when this releases, and then season four will come out uh, before Heroes Reborn debuts. So you can get caught up and you know read what I thought of each season as we went along. I'm drudging my way through season three right now. Ooh. Oh god. That's the best the way to describe point. getting through season three. Season uh my, three is the lowest point. There my, is, uh, yes, the hang, time zone. Let me read you my first line of season two's binge watch report. It's it made me laugh, that's why I put it in there. I wasn't gonna be kinda snarky. I was gonna leave it as it is, but uh my first line of season two of Heroes Binge Watch, well, with a deep sigh, I moved on from the amazing events of series, Heroes season one and into the slow decline of season two. <laughs> Uh, Ugh, not even slow. It's a pretty rapid decline. We'll get in. We'll get into each season <laughs> one by one. Um, yeah. Season one, obviously, we'll start there because it was, I thought, great television right out the gate. The pilot was, I believe, two episodes, uh, two hours. Yep, yeah. Origins, uh, and I, I can't remember the name of the other episode. Uh, yeah, we don't need to know episode names. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, basically, it's about these people who discover they have abilities that are genetic. They believe, uh, kind of like X Men, they just kind of evolve into this person, into this you know this higher level of, of human who can uh, fly, can not be hurt, you know, they heal right away. Uh, um, what are some other ones? <laughs> uh, one of uh, them is Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Oh, uh, God, yeah, it's the worst plot line in the show. Doctor Yeah, yeah, she kind of had a Hulk thing too to her. Uh, that went on way too long. Well, she was only alive for two years. Uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, honestly. <laughs> yeah, that whole story with, with her character. Well, get into it. That's the, uh, what's the actress's name? Um, Allie Larder. Larder. Allie Larder's character. That whole thing got out of control. Yeah. Real quick. I liked her son, Micah. Micah was cool. Character. Yeah. Fun yeah. fact, he, he's coming back for this season, is or the series, isn't he? Yeah, he was in the webisode preview. Uh, yeah, I just awesome. finished that, and I actually really liked it a lot. Right? It gets you right into it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't watched it, you can download the Heroes Reborn app and watch it there, or it's online as well. Probably the Heroes yeah. Reborn website. It's, it's uh, I don't know how many episodes, like six or seven, like five-minute like episodes. Minutes yeah, yeah. Really yeah. cool. You'll burn through it real fast. They're great. And it's got the main one of the new main characters is in it, and then uh, they show you some old characters as well. Um, but we'll get to Heroes Reborn later. This is Heroes Season 1. Um, everybody's favorite character, Peter Petrelli, Milo what? Ventimiglia. Uh, everybody loved him right away because he's got a... Not you know, a favorite. No. Some people's no. favorite. Bold claims. <laughs> yeah. Don't uh, make my decisions for me. He, for me, was the Jump the Shark character uh, just because he's got a cool ability because he can have all of them. Which uh, isn't revealed until, like middle of the season or something yeah. like that. Right. Yeah, you spend most of the season thinking he can fly. Well, he does. Yeah. He thinks yeah. he can, he gets these visions in his head that he's flying or he's dreams. He's having, uh, that he can fly. And he tells his brother about it. His brother is running for sentence Senator or Congressman or something like that. Congress. And he's running for political Congress. Position. Petrelli. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that his whole political run is also crazy. Cause he it's goes from, so he goes from running for Congress. And then maybe like a year later, he's running for president. And it's like, what? That's how it works now. <laughs> how cool. Donald <laughs> Trump in a nutshell. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's like the whole Petrelli family. It's like, they're like this rich family with power who wants more power. Yeah. It gets and, revealed over and over that they have a lot of control. 
and in, in, in preparation for this, it's been a bit since I watched All of Heroes, so I watched the first episode, and man, does that family come off as completely unlikable. Yeah. Like, they, just completely unlikable. Especially yeah, Nathan I, I and the mom. It. I yeah. didn't even like Peter, honestly. I didn't even like Peter Petrelli. He's kind of whiny. And he's, he's very. And annoying. And, like, and his romance with the, the girl who's da- who's dating, Isak Mendez. Um, Isak, yeah, Isaac. Because my <laughs> character, my favorite character personally is Hero. Of course it is. Uh, he is the best character on that show along with can his you, friends. Can you, can you scream out uh, in Get Japanese? Down! There it is. <laughs> Nailed it. Perfect. Nailed thank it. Thank you. Thank you for getting away from... Thank you for moving no away from the microphone and not blowing no. our ears out. <laughs> no problem. It's my favorite. It's like one of my – I did that like every day, every time I did something right. When, All right. When that can you, first came up. Can you do it one more time where we're not talking over you? Yatta! I'm going to – I'm going to – Yeah, sorry. Hey, my throat hurts. If you feel another one in you, let me know and I'll okay. – I'll, I'll, I feel a genuine yato, I'll do it. And I'll, I will save that and we'll use that a lot on this podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, man. All right. So yeah, okay. Well, let's talk about it. Your favorite characters on Heroes. So we got Danny's. It's it's Hero. Uh, sure. So and I want and it's friend, which I can't remember his name at the moment. Ando. Yes. Um, Ando. Yeah. He he's hilarious. I love I love like, Ando. Spuckle. I like how they connected Ando and uh, Ali Larder's character with the I, the, <laughs> the, web, the page. Yeah. By the way, that page that web page is so outdated looking. Like these whole desktop. Yeah. That. Well, it's, it's like, two thousand six. But at the same time, it's 2006, and I'm pretty sure my high school had a better website than that at the time. Uh, <laughs> I doubt it. I, I went to that high school, and I'm going to say no. Yeah, you're right. I at least had email access. And you could go – Like it was like KidPix laptop webcam. Go back to when I was working on the school – editor of the school newspaper in like 1998, and we did a April Fool's issue, and I took the picture of our school, like, you know, like a nice little landscape mm. picture – Yes. And inserted the alien spaceships from Independence Day uh, using, oh like, God. old, old, old Macs. Not, like, not even, like, those colorful Macs they had. In the one Mac lab they had. Uh, yeah. Well, these are in our class. Uh, we had, oh. we had, because it, it was journalism. School, Dave, they didn't even have those. It was journalism, <laughs> so we had one or two for, for yeah. photographs and stuff. But, uh, man, that was, like, the original days of Photoshopping. Like, <laughs> that's all, okay. We're done talking about how old I am. Uh, <laughs> And our high school. Um, yes. Okay, so Danny, Danny, explain. No, uh, <laughs> uh, explain hero to the the audience that maybe doesn't know heroes. And again, obviously, spoiler alert for wait, all. Wait, of yours. do I have to pick someone from season one as my favorite? Character? No, 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 not at all. Okay, so go ahead, Danny. Explain hero. Um. Okay. Uh. So hero is a is a um. He's kind of like a like an early twenties japanese businessman he's kind of fed up with the way his world works and then his introductory scene in his introduction to his power um is him just staring at a clock and him able to turn it back one second um and that's his power he can go back in time he can manipulate um, space time yeah, he can manipulate space time he can stop it he can go back in time um just by concentrating in sheer will uh which later gets in, him into some crazy trouble but um <laughs> Some hij- hijinks ensue. <laughs> yeah, some hijinks ensue. Uh, but he he just uh, he's really easily relatable. Like he's like he's very bright. Um, like not even just smart. Like just he's actually like 
a happy person. He buys in to this right away. Like this is what he wants. He thinks it's great. And he's the first to really like kind of initiate the whole chain of trying to get everything together. He tracks down, he he goes from Japan to New York to track down Isaac Mendez, who's the author of this comic book, who is also having these prophetic dreams that are he's painting, which turn out to detail a whole sequence of events, um, which is very cool. And they handle it very well. Uh, I, I thought that whole part was great, and I like that. Uh, I like that he's like a really uh, I, he ties into Isaac Mendez, and Isaac Mendez is a very flawed character. Like he has he's a to drug do, addict. He's a heroin he has addict. To do heroin to do these visions entirely. Very cool. So, which is very interesting because you don't see that a lot. Where it's he has a very specific. It, it seems more realistic because he has a specific. Well, it's it's for DNA him. makeup that is right. triggered by the drug. Later, itself. yeah. Later, he learns to use his ability without the heroin, but. For him, he's such a weak – his character starts off as a weak addict that he thinks he needs the heroin to do this uh, so that he, he falls back on it. I mean it's a very – Which is just a very artist-like thing anyway. Yeah. Like you hear about like, oh, I need a drink to write and it's, stuff like that. You like, know, it's yeah. it's just like any fiction. It's 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 uh, hyper-exaggerated uh, realism. Especially in that – yeah, especially in that, that pilot episode, they're also like really – laying down the groundwork pretty hard. Like they're like, like, like detailing all this background information in really large chunks really quickly. Um, like I remember I was watching the, um, the Claire scene uh, with her, her goth friend and, and they set up the who, whole, be, who becomes less and less popular at school. Right. And, who, uh, <laughs> he becomes less and less goth as the season moves along. As, he get, as his contract for Sarah Connor Chronicles gets signed. Well, we'll talk uh, about him <laughs> in, when we get to Claire, but yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, no, that, but that's yeah, hero. Uh, he's just very. Uh, his whole storyline is great. The whole the whole thing with it, the diner waitress is very sweet and sad. Charlie, ultimately, yeah, Charlie's whole plot line is very very upsetting and really makes you connect to hero. And I like I like his relationship with Nathan Petrelli, the flying man. Yes, yeah, that's, that's a very that's a very good one too because Nathan Petrelli just kind of he's the straight man. To he's hero. a jerk. Yeah. yeah, well, he's a giant jerk. Yeah, in the first episode, his mom. Apparently, their father had just died six months ago. Her, his mom gets arrested for shoplifting, and he only cares about his poll numbers because they're an entire family of jerks. Well, they, yeah, he thinks here uh, Peter tries to kill himself, and they try to hide it. And and he even tells him to jump off the Brooklyn Bridge. He's like, you think you can fly? Jump off the Brooklyn Bridge. Like, <laughs> your brother is saying that to you. <laughs> right, right. You think he's suicidal. You're telling him to go to kill himself. Yeah, it's, it's no good. It's no good. I can't um, advocate it. <laughs> right. And Hero, Hero's a real – he's brought up to believe in heroes. Like his father told him all these stories about a swords, uh, a great swordsman um, in uh, ancient Japan uh, mm. that, that comes into play in season two. <clears throat> and uh, so he's got this – he's got this already built in mind of a hero code of what it means to be a hero. And uh, so, yeah, uh, it was a cool character, Masioka. He is returning to Heroes Reborn. Good. Uh, from the commercial I saw, it looks like Future Hero. Ooh, Future Hero is the best. I remember, I don't know about you guys, when the first time you see a future character is when Hero comes to the subway, he stops time, he talks to Peter Petrelli, this is where you first hear, mm-hmm. save the cheerleader, save the world. And, and he's speaking fluent English. Perfect English, he's got a way different, you could tell, he walks different. He's I mean, a it, soul patch, right? Yeah, yeah. Great, great acting because he's he's it's, it's a different character. He's lived it's completely different. He's it's lived a, a whole life. He's got a sword, and he talks about how he, Peter looks different without his scar. And you're like, what is happening? Like, what, <laughs> what is going right? on? Like, this is really, the best. Like, 
I get like because I was when I was watching the pilot episode, I was really bummed because that doesn't really happen yet, and that is one of the best moments in the season when it really starts to turn. Right and, for and and, and 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 one of the first times I've ever watched a sci-fi show that introduced time travel without me cringing, without yeah. it, like being its core. Like Doctor Who, it's easy to get around because its core plot line is the time travel. Right, but it's like, an alien, of, and yeah, right. Yeah, when a, when a lot of other shows do it, it gets really muddled and confusing, and eventually it kind of does in Heroes. But for the first season, they really kind of had it tight, like mm-hmm. it under wraps, and uh, and they did a really good job with it. Yeah. Uh, yes, the time travel stuff was cool. And then when you start to see the alternate futures, I mean, it starts off cool, but then it gets way crazy. So, right. uh, way confusing and they do it too often. They kind of fall back on it like a crutch. So, uh, all right. That's, J- that's the, well, that, before we go on, that's the problem with most time travel is that it just becomes a crutch and I've, easy MacGuffin to write around. Right. I love, I love a good what if story kind of like, uh, you know, Buffy where, she, she, is she crazy? Is she really in an asylum? Is she imagining everything that's happening? Or is that an effect of a, a, uh, being a poison from a demon that got stabbed? Um, the, the what if world of the wish where what if Buffy never came to, to, to Sunnydale? Uh, there's Star Trek does it like several times a season. The, the, oh, yeah. the what ifs are great. X files does it. Uh, they're awesome episodes, but you can't, you gotta be careful how often you do it because then you're like, well, none of these stories matter. Cause it's all whatever. So what's real? What's canon? Because we're doing too much future stuff where this could happen if this happens. And uh, we're going to leave this character in the future because, well, we forgot her there. Um, we'll talk well, about that's it. also like I feel like that, that's also less on the writers and more on like the audience. Like how cynical is your audience? Like if you're well, just going to immediately be like, well, no, this has no consequences because it's fake. It's just like, right, right. Suspend your disbelief. You're already watching a show about a, a girl who fights vampires. Well, something uh, that happened in Heroes. We'll talk about it now before I get your favorite character, J.D., uh, in season two, okay. yeah, in season two, Peter goes to the future. He, he loses his memory, uh, between season one and two. And as he's starting to piece things back together and get things, he goes, ends up in the future with his new girlfriend, this Irish woman. And this is where you find out about the after effect of the Shanti virus and all everyone's in quarantine and they get separated. And then Peter goes back in time without her. And that's it. I mean, she may have get, she maybe gets brought up again later, but that's in, you never see her again. He just moves on. Well, we're done with that. I mean, it it was so bizarre to me, and it just it really pulled me out of the story. Like, I'm, I guess we're talking about people that can fly and and do all sorts of crazy stuff, but when you just drop a character like that with no like, Peter really didn't care. Like, maybe for an episode, and then well, we're done with that. Let's move on to bigger and better. Uh- I don't think it's fair to say that you can't just say that because it's like things about superheroes and stuff like it, it, you built a rule set in that first season. And then now you're just kind of kind of ripping it apart and not really paying attention to it anymore. So it, it's not it's, it's it is a responsibility of the writers to actually get that correct. And and you can do it and you can explain it like it's not hard to make a character feel remorse for like two episodes. maybe. Right. Because none is bad. <laughs> yes. Time moves differently on TV than real life. So it's like. Right. Two weeks after that episode feels like a lifetime unless you watch when because when you go back and binge watch it, you're like, that just happened. Why doesn't why doesn't Claire on Lost feel more upset about Charlie's death? Like it's it because time moves differently between episodes. You know, there's a writer's strike or uh, they went on break. So there's a little time that passes where people forget or they're they the writers can manipulate people to forget that this happened, um, which is different, you know, which goes into the argument of binge watching, releasing all episodes at once or watching it live, um, one episode a week. All right, JD, your favorite heroes character, any season, except for the new one. 
Harold's Rebarba. All right, so I've got like two because they totally go hand in hand, and it's Alejandro and Maya. Herrera. Really? Yes. Oh man! All right, I want to. I want to. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So I. I mean, this. I haven't seen them since like because they like got like I don't know. But well, their dynamic as, like, brother and sister really spoke to me because I was really close with my sister. And, okay. like, it was one of those things where, like, no, they weren't the best characters, but, like, I felt for them. Like, okay. I felt for Maya when she was having, like, her struggle with, like, the black eyes. And, like, it was something that I didn't necessarily feel towards a lot of characters in the Heroes universe. Mm-hmm. So it kind of made it more relatable to me. Okay, that's, I mean, that's fair. Look, do you want to explain Maya? Maya is the more main character because Alejandro, spoiler alert, dies in season two. Uh, yeah. Maya, Maya carries over to season three, at least. I can't remember if she's in season four. I haven't watched it yet again. Um, but I know she's in season three. She ends up starting a relationship with Mohinder. Um, but yeah, go ahead and explain Maya a bit. So Maya has this ability to kind of, like, I don't know, like she gets like really upset and then her eyes turn black and everyone around her kind of bleeds. Oh, okay. Now I'm remembering this character. Yes. So, yes. She, yeah. The only way to stop it is for her brother to kind of absorb her power. So they Was work this... as like a dual purpose, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. Uh, that's not a yes. that's not a thing you see a, see a whole lot in this it's, type of thing. Yeah, it's kind of like the Wonder Twins. They work together. And it also makes so, a lot of sense given like the the way that it works through the DNA. Like, of course, he would be the direct counter to her power. And they're they're the twins. The same thing works with the Petrellis too, kinda. Right, but uh, this is this yeah. is more of these two are twins. So right. there's yeah, a real real connection. Similar DNA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and she's she's trying. Yeah, and when we we meet her, she's trying to find uh, Mohinder's father because she believes he can help them. And then they run into Siler. Um, who we're going to talk a lot about because he's very important to the show. Uh, but, mm. but Siler is in season two. He is trying, he, he doesn't, he's just now getting his powers back. Um, yeah, he kills the, 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 the shape-shifting girl who was helping him takes her. I think he takes her ability. He must, he has to, uh, yes, he does. I remember now. Siler. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He all about damn brains. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, the whole Siler that thing. That was so violent the first time I saw it. I was like, "Oh wow!" We'll get it. We'll <laughs> get into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maya, that's interesting that you chose those two, but I, I, I get it. I understand it. Yeah, but for Maya, Alejandro is the only person that could calm her down, and then she meets Siler. She kind of falls in love with Siler because he's promising all these things to her, and he's telling her she's not different and that she she's important and you know you know that kind of thing yeah and then he ends up killing alejandro because mm-hmm. he does not trust siler rightly so does not trust siler and um yeah then there's a big confrontation at the end of season two and that's when they kind of end things together and she goes on her hero path with now, uh those, were those characters introduced in the comic or the web series or those uh... two of those they were introduced because they were trying to hop the border to get into the U.S., weren't they? That's how they were introduced. Right. I, I think Danny okay. – yeah, yeah, no, you're right. But Danny's asking if they – because they had the web series that introduced new characters and then brought them on the show. I don't think they did. Yeah. No, I don't – that was before okay. that. It was before okay. Because I know yeah, that introduced I think the web series was it like between two and three. Yeah, yeah. And the, sure. the web series introduced Bria Grant's character, which is the speedster. The speedster, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was Daphne. In season three, I think. Was, okay. Her name is right. Daphne, right? No, Daphne. Yeah. Yeah. Daphne. I can go fast. And, uh, yeah, Daphne Millbrook. Yep, I, I liked her. Um, Pairs up with my other favorite character. 
which is the uh, Greg Grumberg character. Uh, Parkman, yeah. Yes. yes. Uh, or as, as the African guy who's taking him on his spirit walk calls him, Matt Parkman. <laughs> Parkman. <laughs> That's right, the spirit walk. I forgot about the spirit That's walk. That's the part I'm watching right now. That's, <laughs> oh, that, that part is so drawn out and boring. Yeah, it's, it's really long. It's real long. Oh, <laughs> season three, damn you. Um, yeah, <laughs> probably the lowest point for television. Ever. I'm not looking forward to getting to the part where they introduce Mr. Petrelli, Daddy Petrelli. Stop. Like, that part's oh, the worst. Real they, bad, especially since have they, they brainwashed. Like, have yeah. they brainwashed Siler yet? Not yet. No, he's he just went on his first mission with uh, with Noah, and he oh, killed God. he killed the dude that one of the bad guys that has that uh, the 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 one that Peter Petrelli's head was in. Um, the uh, the guy from Veronica Mars who can do the siren call. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, the pretty much the sonic scream that mm-hmm. Black Canary does, but uh, okay, so that's all right. Those no, are, don't forget Banshee. Don't Banshee, Banshee, you're right. Yeah, we gotta do DC and Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so my favorite. I'm gonna go villains. Siler was my favorite. What the- Oh, well, not yeah. fair. No, yeah, that's yeah. everyone. I said, car- that's I said, launching point of a career, Dave. Fine, 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 <laughs> fine. Cop out. I hate you guys. Uh, uh, all right. Well, my favorite Star Trek character is Spock. Never, never. <laughs> fine. I'll go a little more obscure because she was really only in one season. And I'm going to say L. Bishop, played by Kristen Bell. Her, yes. char- oh, her, yeah. her character was insane because she yeah. w- it's it's her father's fault. It was the way she was raised. She was raised pretty much in isolation. She didn't have friends. She couldn't be around people. So she's got a real social disorder uh, when she's around people. You see it when she's with Peter Petrelli. She's pretty much assuming already that that's her boyfriend and that they're together. And she's very, very eccentric and very crazy. I loved Kristen Bell in this character. Her ability is she has she can manipulate electricity. Um, which is, which is cool, uh, limited, limited a little bit, but it's very fighting style of power. Um, so you knew she was going to be in some action scenes and stuff like that. And I, I was very angry when she was killed. Um, I hated it. Yeah, they did that right though. They made you want to hate it. That was the whole point. Because she, she, she starts off as a villain because she's working for her father, uh, played by the amazing character actor of, um, Oh man, I can't remember his name right now, and that's terrible because he's an awesome Who? actor. Uh, hang on, I'll find what, it. I'll what's find his character it. again? Bob Bob Bishop. He was the leader Bob. of the company. He was the leader of the oh, company. Tobolowski, is it? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Steven Steven well, Tobolowski. I, I knew he was on that show at some point. Yeah, I knew he was on it at some point, but he's in. He, I was I was thinking of Justified because he's also kind of a villain on that. Yeah, was. yeah. <laughs> he's the leader of the company, and he's trying to t- tell her, the company's changed in season two. We're a good company. We're trying to help uh, Nikki Sanders deal with her issues and you know that kind of stuff. But he's still evil. He's still trying to manipulate all these people with powers, and uh, he's trying to to capture the the Shanti virus for his own means. Um, and he's the he's the one that the horn room glasses guy answers directly to, correct? In season two, yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Now it's all coming back to me. Right. Season two. <laughs> season two. Noah is his name. Uh, the horn room glasses guy. Which Noah. they don't establish for the entire first season. I think. Right. Right. You just yeah. yeah. HRG was his he's name. He's the smoking man right. of that series. Uh, which played, I wish he had stayed that way. Played brilliantly by Jack Coleman. Well, they couldn't because he's got a family. Uh, right. Uh, and Jack Coleman, <laughs> Jack Coleman will return to the new season. He is back for Heroes Reborn. You see him in the mini the web series uh, that, that's out. You see him at the end. And he season two sees him working at an office max type place, which is very a paper funny. distributor. Yes, yeah, very funny. like a copy place. Uh, it's hilarious. Well, no, see, NBC's other hits, The Office. Right. He worked at Dunder Mifflin. 
Essentially, Tundra, yeah. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Essentially, yeah, it was pretty funny. And then, uh, okay, so back to Elle Bishop. So you see her as a bad guy. She Her first job is to go and apprehend Peter, get him back from wherever he is, because uh, the, the Haitian sent him away and l- wiped his memory so he'd be safe, essentially. Um, but Elle finds him and tries to bring him back and does, gets him back and tries, you know, it, it gets crazy. Um <clears throat> but towards the end of season two, she starts realizing that what she's doing is wrong and she has kind of this hero thing. She starts to become a good person, uh, whether it's because of the people around her or she realizes who her father really is. But anyway, uh, Siler ends up killing Bob, um, which his power was he turns things to gold, if I remember right. I don't remember. Oh, all right. Um it was a very non-consequential power, and you didn't find right. out about it. You found out about it like once, and they never really acknowledged. You it don't, again. yeah, you don't <laughs> see it much in um, in in the show. Bob Bishop, yeah, uh, alchemy. He can change the atomic properties of objects into materials such as gold. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he's killed at the beginning of volume three, and he is brought into the story essentially because the founders of the company are all being assassinated by somebody. And so that's Angela Petrelli, Linderman, Charles DeVoe, um, all those people. So uh, they're all connected and they're all being killed one by one. And it started with Charles DeVoe and then Angela Petrelli was, there was an assassination tapped on her and comes all the way back around to the villain really of season two. And that's Adam Monroe who we'll get into a little bit, but Yes, L. Bishop, my favorite character, hated it when they killed her. I was really angry. What's cool about that is she turned down, um, Kristen Bell turned down a role in Lost to take this character. Um, she was originally going to play Charlotte Lewis on Lost, which was then played by, um, good lord. This is the worst. Hang on, I'll find it. I There's should... so many names. Yeah. Yeah, you've already rattled off a bunch that I wouldn't have been able to. <laughs> That's because I'm watching it all right now. And yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so she was supposed to do Law. She turned it down to do Heroes, and she was supposed to play Charlotte Lewis, who was played by Rebecca Mater, who has been on quite a few things uh, right now. I think she's on Once Upon a Time as the the Wicked Witch of the West, uh, and she's great. She's a good villain character, and she was great on Lost. Um, so I was, I'm glad she got the role and introduced us to her, and then but Kristen Bell got to be a cool villain, even though it didn't last, you know, more than a season. Uh, but uh, big fan of Kristen Bell and anything, so I, I was psyched to see her on Heroes. All right, so let's talk the man of the hour, I guess, Siler. Uh, you're introduced in season one to this villain who's in the shadows, wears a hat, mm-hmm. never see his face, you really don't hear him talk. At the uh, beginning, it kind of looks like the main protagonist of the game, Watch Dogs. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, when, when, when they showed the first picture of Aiden Pierce from Watch Dogs, I'm like, that's Siler! You can't yeah. do that! <laughs> <laughs> Ubisoft! Ubisoft. Get angry at Ubisoft. <laughs> um, yes, so Siler is this, this evil character who discovers he can... Uh, he's got a... Boy... <laughs> how to describe Siler. Um let me think for a second. So Siler yes. like pure He's, evil. Like he, the most evil character that has been on television in a long time. It would have worked other than Joffrey. Right. So let's be real. Right, yeah. but that's 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 not television, that's HBO. Um Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Nicely done. Nicely done. <laughs> um okay, so his real name, Gabriel Gray, a great villain name to begin with. 
Uh, he changes it to Siler because it's a watch name and he's trying to hide his identity and he wants to become something different anyways. Um, he's super-powered serial killer. Okay. Uh, he His ability, as described by this wiki for heroes, is intuitive aptitude. So basically he can figure out things work. So when he steals powers, it's because he's looking at their brain and seeing what it does and why they have the ability to do what they do. Um, and the way that they built that whole storyline around his background in like watch repair and his natural tendency to figure out how things work in the first place. And the way that they did it and like the sound that plays every time he's figuring out how somebody's power is working is just, it's very well, very well layered and structured. Yeah. Um, I just keep going. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, very, very much the jumping off point for the actor Zachary Quinto, who is you know a superstar now. Yeah, so uh, going on to like everything. Good. Yeah. yeah, so good. And then he went and became like it was great because like after that he kind of did other roles where he wasn't necessarily like an evil character, and even later in Heroes he wasn't an evil character for a little while. Um, but then when he came back to American Horror Story, he consistently played these evil characters again, and it was just, yeah, he's so dude. good at it. In the second season of American Horror Story, Awful, he's like channeling so Siler, like it totally channeling Siler. Maybe. He's a serial killer. Uh, he plays um, Murder Face, I believe is the terrible name of his character. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, just like I like it, without this show and without Siler, you do not have Zachary Quinto and. For that alone, you can you can you can you can discount heroes for all of its faults, most of them at least. Yep. What was cool about the the introduction to Siler is you didn't know what he was doing. You you saw he was ripping off these heads with uh, his this telepathic power he got um, from somebody. Obviously, they didn't start with that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so he's he's able to to slice open their heads and can get into their brains and stuff. So you get these cool images of every time he does this, there's blood trickling down someone's face, and it's it's just great. And he's hunting them down, trying to find them. And he didn't know really what he was doing. Like, people were thinking, well, he's eating their brains, which, okay, that makes sense a little bit. Like, that's ingesting their abilities. I don't know. But, uh, that, you know, that's, that was the, the, you know, the, what they suspected. But then when he, when he acquires Claire's powers, you learn that that's totally not right. He's he's looking at her brain with his hands, and she actually flat out says, "You know, are you going to eat my brain?" And he's like, "Eat your brain? That's disgusting." So you know that it took him three seasons, but they finally got to this is what he's doing, and it was it was cool. Um, but then they they ruined his character. Uh, they tried several. T- he's rooted in believability because it's like he's a normal dude who was just he wanted to be more and you know he accidentally kills his mother uh doesn't he or uh, they have a big i you know i have not gotten to that well, has, it's like the whole backstory episode with the whole watch shop in the clock that's his mom yeah okay this is he, mom. he goes he goes back to see his mom and all the snow globes are floating around and it hits her and Yes, he accidentally stabs her, and that's when Hero comes in and he's trying to kill. He's going to kill him, but he can't do it. Um, so, you know, he does all these things. He several times tries to rehab himself. He becomes employed by the company. There's a policy within the company that's one of them, one of us. So each each human works with a powered person uh, to try to find more powered people and, uh, quote, bring them in, you know. To do whatever. Which isn't, that, isn't that how um, uh, Kristen Bell's character is introduced is through horn room glasses, guy? Okay? Yeah. Yeah, I believe mm. so. 
she she's his partner, right? Well, no, she shows up in Ireland and she she's looking for Peter. That's how she's introduced. Okay. Uh, but eventually, I think she works. I don't think she ever works with HRG. No, uh, I feel like I'm remembering that. No, right. because there's a big showdown at the end too, where she shoots down the flying teenager boy who has Claire, and there's a big showdown, and that's when Suresh shoots HRG in the eye. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, they do a lot of manipulating of, uh, the future pictures, you know, the, the, the artists drawing the future and they're like, Oh, so he's going to die eventually, but is it for real? Who knows? Well, yeah, well, one of the best parts about that is that just by them doing that, it made, it made, it made, made the audience, the audience, the audience aware <laughs> that they at least had some sort of a plan, which is, which is good because, uh, when it comes to hour long dramas that are 24 episodes a season, kind of important to know where you're going <laughs> which right. is one of the main things that i believe they got off track with uh, especially after the writer's strike um and you can probably account most of the the odd decisions and flaws that were made during those times to that um i don't know how i, I don't know did they ever really reveal how much of a storyline they had detailed before they started coming out with it or did they just kind of make it up as they went See, I know season two hit a big, like, because of the writer's strike, they had a I can't believe story. we're still talking about this writer's strike, by the way. <laughs> it's 2015, yeah. and we're still talking about stuff that was affected by this writer's strike. Well, because, okay, Heroes <laughs> was, Heroes never recovered from the writer's strike. It did ever. not. No. Lost, like, yeah. It was the most profoundly affected. I mean, The lost, Office was lost affected, is, but it came back. Right, Lost is a show. Better. Yeah. Yeah. It just, Heroes never recovered from the writer strike because they had such a cool idea because you know the last episode of season two when peter catches or not peter yeah peter catches the vial right that was never supposed to happen it was supposed to drop and the whole world was supposed to be plagued with this sickness Mm. and that was the storyline for season two but they had to cut it short because the writer strike happened so they only did 13 episodes and he ended up catching it which change the whole story of the whole rest of the series. Hmm. Yeah, I well, didn't know that. That's also that's also that that's also what affected Hero's storyline too. Like you could end a season with him going back in time, but then you have a character who's stuck back in time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you like, have to fi- figure out how you're going to fix that. And in my opinion, they never really did it right, especially when you have a character that's introduced like they introduced future Hero in like the first season and he's awesome, but they don't make a really good compelling argument about how he becomes that character. Um, Yeah. Because he never, he hero never becomes that character in the show ever. No, which is really disappointing. Well, that's where we are. I mean, like I said, that's what he looks like in heroes are born. So maybe now he is. Well, that's, that's just, that's just means that too little too late. (laughs) No, it's a new chance. It's reborn. Five, five years too late, Dave. Five <laughs> years. We wanted that, that wound is already season. healed. Yeah, don't don't yell at me. It's not my fault. <laughs> it is, Dave. You're Dave, you're responsible for the writer's strike. strike evil. You're right. I did it. <laughs> I told them they could deserve more pay. Oh man, it was yeah. That was just it ruined heroes. Um, it, you're right. It, and basically, the character of. Of Siler goes through these these you know pretty much like an addict he rehabs and then you know falls off the wagon again and becomes evil and then the, the series finale he ends up pretty much committing to being a hero like he's standing with Peter Petrelli and they're he's a hero 
So there, there you go. <laughs> right. I still the, the worst decision they ever did was disguising Skyler as Nathan. Skyler, the yeah. dumbest thing ever made. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah, anytime anything stand does that, firm. it's no good. Right, where they yeah. pretty much he can he can shape shift or shape shift to Nathan, and they pretty much remove his memory and think he's Nathan because Nathan dies. Uh, shape shifting is the ultimate MacGuffin. It's the it's ultimate so MacGuffin. Yeah, <laughs> well, it was just a dumb concept, and they didn't take it anywhere. They're like, yeah, he just like pretended to be Nathan for a little bit, and then like nothing became of it. So then he became Siler, and then Nathan was no more. It's like what? <laughs> right. Oh boy, yes. Um, I love you, heroes, but that's just that's poor See, storytelling. What 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 really what what's most important here is to tell people how awesome that first season is. I even watched that pilot episode, and I was really kind of let down by how well it doesn't really hold up. Um, it, it's kind of it's a little dated. The characters that are good are good from the beginning, and that's the good part. But a lot of the like, some of the characters are so generic. Like, um, like well, really generic. I want to talk about one of my other favorite characters. He's a villain, and uh, his storyline was wrapped up kind of boringly. I like the the ending of what they do with him, but anyway, uh, I like Adam Monroe, Takizo Takezo Kensei. See, uh, I don't like Adam Monroe actually. I really liked how they built him up to be like, okay, he's hero's hero essentially as a child, and then hero goes back all the way to then and kind of has to teach him how to be a hero. Uh, at the same time, betrays his hero, which co- makes him fall into this this villain line. I loved that. The hero screws up. He he betrays uh, Kensei uh, by kissing his you know the girl that he's supposed to be end up with and all this garbage. And then that ends up they end up being being villains. Okay. Um, <laughs> I thought it was great storytelling, but all right, no, but <laughs> it is great storytelling. But that's the inciting device. Like, well, plus that's, that's so high school. But like, the problem is, Japan. no, no, you're you're missing it. That's 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 the kid, the straw that broke the camel's back because he was already a drunk and selfish. Right. He was starting to, towards a path of being a hero because of hero showing him what he could do and what he's meant to be. But then this happens. He's like, forget it. I can just do whatever I want. I have this power. I have this ability. Absolute power corrupts absolutely, and that takes over. And so he becomes this, this villain who he's essentially Claire. Um, he's rapid cellular regeneration and immortality, unless you cut off his head. Uh, I don't think he grows back another head. So, uh, but I, 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 rules. I liked how he manipulated Peter Petrelli in the in the present time. Like they were working together, and you thought, well, maybe he's a good guy, but he's not because he's the one that's killing all these all these people. And I, I love the actor. Uh, David Anders is a great villain actor. He played Sark on Alias. Very well done. And uh, right now he's playing a villain on iZombie. He's, he's a great actor. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I really enjoyed that villain. It was really after... But you, you can't deny the fact that that storyline was done a tremendous disservice also by the writer's strike because that that whole ending feels like a cop-out. Like, it just feels very slapped together. Well, if, if what JD is saying is true, he wins. Like that's what they wanted to do. He releases the 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 virus. Think of think of how much bigger that that villain is because he wins. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, but it didn't end up happening. Right, which right. Is the problem. Right. So I, I mean, that even makes him even cooler to me. Oh, but, but Dave, <laughs> no, Dave, that is true because there's a special on Hero Season Two about yeah. where it was supposed to go. Oh, I didn't, I didn't mean it like I didn't believe you, but um, no, I don't. Yeah. Like, if it is <laughs> but true, that's, right? Like, but oh, like, no, it's, it's true. It's so <laughs> it's, it's it's so satisfying when a villain actually wins that when you don't do it, like Dr. Horrible only ends the way Dr. Horrible ends. It, he has to win even at the expense of losing something that he cares. Well, about. He, he wins by losing 
Exactly. Exactly. But he wins. That's that's your Joss Whedon tragedy. Yeah, but that's the big point is that there aren't enough stories where at least for, I don't know, let people think for the summer that the villain won. Like, just let them live in that reality because it's not necessarily too dark or too, like, too, like, out there to do. It's just, it feels like such a cop-out when you set up a great villain who should succeed but doesn't just because you don't want them to because it's a show called Heroes not villains or something like it's it's it, it was a, a, a big letdown like the, it, it's it, like especially after Siler and Siler going as far as he goes in that first season they could have done it again is what I'm saying they could have they could have had the ultimate evil like that's what comic books are all about is like getting a person to the ultimate evil and then letting them get to that point or whether they win or lose is up to the writer but there's too few examples of when they win there's a whole book I read that's an example of uh, – what is it called? Oh, man. I, I'm blanking on it. I'm trying to look at my bookshelf right now. Anyway, but there's a book where it's basically that storyline where the hero the hero loses and the villain wins, and then you go from there. Um, and it's I think it's called Soon I Will Become Invincible. That's the name of the book. Um, and and it's, it's a comedy book until that part happens, and it's such a great shift in tone and, and, and storytelling. Well, look at – it's like it's Empire Strikes Back, man. But That's the exactly what I was gonna successful. say. Yeah, the, the it's, best it's, Star Wars movie is the one where the, uh, spoiler alert, JD, is where <laughs> do not care. Do not care. This is where the villain the villains win, like you know Star Trek. I'm uh, sorry, the Star Wrath of Khan. That's, and Star Trek Wrath of Khan. Yep. of course the villain wins in that one. Um, the basically. book the book I'm writing, the second book, the villain wins. Spoiler alert. <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm I'm totally totally kidding. Uh, but if I did write a book, that's what I would do. Um, but no, it's 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 not done enough, and it can be done really well if you commit to it. It's Breaking Bad. It's Breaking Bad. Like, everybody loved Breaking Bad. And it was literally about the descent of a man into villainy, basically. What I liked uh, about Breaking Bad, and this, this extreme tangent that we've gone down, <laughs> the the Breaking Bad was the, like, Dexter, the anxiety of them getting caught, you know. Yeah. Like, but with Breaking Bad, these are normal dudes. Dexter is the psychotic, but yeah. um, a sociopath. But anyway, all right, back to heroes. So, okay, let's talk about another villain. Uh, we'll skip season three's villain because there was, like, a group of them. Mm-hmm. Um, awful. Right. It, they set up this like group of villains who are on loose from the, the company and blah, blah, boring. Uh, check out my binge watch this week. <laughs> this uh, article. Horrible. And you can, you can just Not read. The binge watch. The series. Thank you for clarifying. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you're going to hold off on that snark button on that one. It's um, hard not to be snarky sorry. about the third season of Heroes. No, you're right. Uh, season <laughs> season four introduced this kind of carnival-like atmosphere where it's all people with powers in this carnival so that they don't feel like freaks, really, because they're already in a freak show-style thing. Uh, and the carnival leader is played by Robert Nepper, who is a brilliant, villainous actor from Prison Break, uh, he is on Arrow and Flash right now, and he does a villain named Samuel Sullivan who can control the Earth, essentially. He's got terrakinesis. And what did you guys think of that villain, if you can remember, season four? I fell off before season four, so I'll probably have to uh, stay out of this conversation, just so you know. So go ahead, JD. I, I mean, I think... I don't know. It was iffy because I think it was a... It was a... It was better than season three, but not nearly as good as season the one. original side. Right. right. So. Well, I mean, awkward. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the part of it that's good is it's Robert Nepper. And for me, he's yeah. he's a great actor. Uh, he was also in Cult, I believe, the short-lived CW show that starred Chad Rook. Um, <clears throat> yeah. <sighs> I haven't seen season four in a long time, and I was very in and out of that season because season three was so bad. See, um, and I think season four was a step up from season three. I don't think it was a major step up, but I think they corrected some of the issues and made it a more watchable show. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 it's hard for me to say because I can't remember much of season four. Like I say, I was, you know, I was so let down by season three that I just. I just remember the carnival. That's like the yeah. big standout. Because Claire, like, really didn't go anywhere. Claire, like, joins it. Um, yeah, because her roommate, Gretchen, I know her, her roommate's name because they were, there it, was like a. It wasn't Becky? Awkward. Why is it Gretchen? I don't know. Gretchen is the name of an old lady, not a cheerleader's roommate. Gretchen, oh, yeah. Gretchen can be a college co-ed. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's an odd night. Uh, choice. Um, yeah, I know. Season four, she starts like in college. Um, yeah. Anyway. Heroes, the college years. Yeah, it was Essentially. weird. Essentially. Yeah, it gets kind of crazy. <laughs> and the conversation comes to a halt because none of us remember most of season I'm four. I'm trying <laughs> to think. <laughs> season four, I remember I remember the episode where they rush a sorority and they go into like this haunted house thing. And that's what I remember. I don't remember. Uh, well, right, because the carnival that. comes to their college, like the town that their college is in. And which picks up Clay and everyone else. Right, Gretchen, so. you're right. Gretchen is the name of the roommate. So, oh, yes. A good call. Um, spoiler alert on the Claire character in revealed in heroes reborn, apparently. Uh, well, do you want me to say it? No. Okay. I won't. Uh, but you'll find, you'll find out what's become of Claire in heroes reborn, but she's good. I'm happy. Uh, the actress Hayden Pantieri is too busy on Nashville to come on over. I think that show's still around. <laughs> is it? It is still on. Too yeah. busy. She could just like pop in for like twenty seconds and be like, Hey, I'm Claire Yo, and then just like leave. Like, yeah, she just sings a song hey, in Nashville, takes a cab over. I'm Claire Yo. Yeah, right. It has Actually, to be. What if it's the uh, same universe? <laughs> oh below. An immortal uh, country singer. <laughs> a Nashville Heroes crossover. It's like oh. Garth Brooks when it became Chris Gaines. And then we could have Connie Britton on and she's amazing and Powers <laughs> I'm looking at the cast list to see if Powers anybody else was booth. anybody else cool is on Nashville. Powers Booth is on Nashville. Uh so is so is Oliver Hudson. Powers Booth of Red Dawn. Um or Sin City or Dead uh of Deadwood. Red Dawn. Okay, I guess just Red Dawn. <laughs> just Red Dawn. He also is the voice of Gorilla Grodd in DC animated shows. <laughs> nice. And he was born the day before me, but several Years before. Yeah, much, many years. I am not 67, so... Because he was, like, 50 in Red Dawn, so... 50? (laughs) I don't know, man. He was older. Are you talking about the remake or the original? Because both, that's a wrong answer. He wasn't in the remake, I don't think. No, he wasn't. All right. I think they got the guy who looks exactly like Powers Booth to play him. All right, let's talk a little bit about Heroes Are Born, and then I want to go to some Twitter and f- Facebook responses that we got. So the main cast of Heroes Are Born, again, which debuts on the 24th of this month, September. Um, it's a two-hour premiere, right? Do we settle on that? Two hours, 90 it minutes? Is. It is yeah. two hours. And it will be 13 episodes, I want to say. Yep, 13-episode miniseries. Um, so the main cast is Jack Coleman, who was the Horn Rim Glasses guy, Noah Bennett. 
Uh, Gatlin Green is going to play somebody named Emily Duvall. Ryan Guzman is Carlos Gutierrez. Robbie Kay is Tommy Clark. He seems to be like a prominent character in the promos. Little kid. Um, he played Peter Pan on Once Upon a Time. I believe that's the kid. Uh, anyway, Raya Kilstead is Erica Craved. And the person I'm looking forward to seeing is Zachary Levi is Luke Collins. Uh, is he a villain or is he a hero? This the time? rumor rumor is he's the new Siler. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Rumor, I remember he's chiseled enough for it. <laughs> uh, but again, that's the rumor, so we won't know until uh, the twenty fourth when we start watching the show. Um, well, rumors are sometimes true. True. Well, yeah. So I'm um, gonna go ahead and say yes. So returning guest stars from the original series, we've got Francesca Eastwood, who was Molly Walker, the little girl who can find people. Um, Noah Gray Kaby, who is Micah. Greg Grumberg will be back as Matt Parkman. Woo! Jimmy, Jimmy Jean Lewis as the Haitian. All right. Oh, I love the Haitian. Haitian's great. Masioka as Hero. Of course, we just talked about. Sandhill Ramamurthy as Mohinder. Um, and Chris... All the the people that matter are coming back. That's awesome. Christine Rose (laughs) as Angela Petrelli will also be back. So, uh, Petrelli figures in some way or another. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no Peter, and of course, no Nathan, no Siler. Uh, they are all all gone, and I don't know. Maybe we'll get an explanation as to why why Peter's not there because Peter was like the central character of Heroes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it'll be cool to see Micah back. You can see him in the miniseries. He's kind of a prominent character towards the end of the miniseries or the web series, which is very cool. It's called Dark Matters. Um, yeah, awesome, awesome. So that debuts again September. 24th uh yeah on nbc bong 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 no it's in the game oh no, sorry nope no nope. nope. that's ea so uh, a couple of responses on twitter as to what characters they liked and what powers they would want and i'll ask you guys the same question about what power you'd want uh christian johnson at nerd poetics uh guy is very active when i ask questions cool dude as the seasons went on, I found myself liking Angela Petrelli and the Haitian. As far as powers, I'd want Peter's empathic mimicry. Uh, yes, everybody. Because you'd have everything yeah, then. <laughs> that doesn't count. We can't yeah, say that's that as a power. Yeah, wishing for more wishes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Capitan Kidlat at Della at underscore Jasper said, Micah and Siler are as fair characters. Good choices. And his, his ability would be tech, Technopath. That's a good ability. Like Micah, yeah. Like Micah, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a cool cool original. Um, you don't really see that much because, you know, it wasn't really rooted in the classic comic book characters. So Heroes got to do a little more with some of their characters' abilities, kind of make them updated. And you did see one technopath in there that could, like, control. Like, she could read the internet in her head. Uh, that was pretty cool. Man, that must be a terrible head to be in. Uh, yeah, a lot of trolls in your head. <laughs> <laughs> Um, just a, a brain filled of YouTube comments. Is what right, I <laughs> right, right. Uh, and our very own Jason said Peter was the best. They were really onto something great with his character. Love Siler just as much as a villain. They're great potential for a long feud between Peter and Siler. I mean, that's that's the Batman, Joker, Superman, Lex yep. Luthor. Uh, but wasn't played well enough in the sh- right. Wasn't played well enough yeah. in the show. Siler was ruined. I would choose whatever Peter's power was called. Again, wish- wishing for more wishes. Yep. <laughs> Uh, out. <laughs> so that's that is what we thought of heroes. Uh, oh, real quick, what ability would you want, JD? You can have any ability. Uh, I, can I go last? Sure. I have to like think about this. All right, Danny. 
Well, my childhood hero was always Sonic, so I gotta go fast, so I'm gonna go Speedster. Uh, running fast or rolling, tucking and rolling? Rolling fast. <laughs> rolling fast, yeah. I gotta charge up, and I gotta get. Li- I gotta do some light dashes, and uh, I gotta be able to bounce, can, too, can you make little spring. Can you make the noise? Oh, the vroom! There you that go. Thing. Yeah, that's. I <laughs> Why guess. Why am I doing so many sound effects in this episode? I, I, Thanks, Dave. Well, I'm I not just, the guy from Police Academy. <laughs> I just did I'm the NBC. I did the NBC <laughs> logo noise. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, no, definitely though, because like I don't, I don't know, like some people would fly. I'm scared of heights, so if I could just get to places fast, that would be perfect. Because I'm perpetually scared of being late to everything. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. I would. Oh boy, between. Between teleporting and fast, I probably and flying. I I, I go teleporting. I'd want to teleport. Nobody's picking That's time travel so far. Well, teleport can be kind of construed in that you're you're manipulating time space. Yeah. yeah. All right, JD. All right, mine would be to be super smart. Super smart. So genius intellect. JD, yeah, you're already you can, super smart. You can Aww. do so much with the like genius intellect. It's crazy. Yeah. Like. So a little bit like Siler. It's kind of like Siler, except for better. Not not super villain. <laughs> not as evil. Question. Would you go evil or would you go hero? Um, <laughs> I think. Oh my god! So if I had like the ability to be super smart, I would probably end up going. Uh, I don't know. I feel <laughs> like it would be like if I felt like the human race was like destroying itself, I would go evil. It's hard like, not to go that where I would, like you just turn out of television. And you're like, you, yeah, you see what's world. going wrong, and you don't want the whole world to be destroyed, so you kind of so end you it yourself. You do it first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to be the catalyst. Uh, what about you, Danny? Good guy or bad guy? Speedster. Uh, man, I got a real thing about justice. So uh, I got a real thing about justice. So I would probably don't, just default a hero. You don't bring up justice enough on the podcast, by the way. I'm not on the podcast enough <laughs> to bring up justice. I'm always talking about justice. Uh, By um, justice, you mean the character from the Jane Silent Bob? Justice, Um Wow. No, but yeah, no, definitely, probably a hero. I would like to be cool enough to say I'd become a villain, but I'm just, I'm too milk toast, guys. It's too funny. Milk-toast. It's funny because when I play the games where you choose like your 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 path, and I always choose all the good things, and you know, the hero. It's hard to choose the bad stuff because then you see them be sad. Mass <laughs> effects. Like, like you're like talking to Garius. He's all like, "Commander, what can we do this?" You're just like, "Shut up, Garius!" And you're like, and he's just like, "Okay, I hate you. <laughs> uh, you have no, you have no friends. Um, why am I, why am I with you?" So I'll say, if I could teleport, I'd be evil. All right, okay, <laughs> and, that's and, fine. No, I, I said it because you both said you want to be heroes, so I'll be the bad guy. Well, well, I didn't say I'd be heroes. I would probably end up probably... being evil. Yeah, we both accepted our, our fates where we we're like, I, he would probably end up evil. I would just probably default to hero because it's e- the easiest decision to make. And uh, and you're all about that justice. Yeah, I'd be I'd be running into burning buildings and running <laughs> out real fast and spinning in circles, obviously. All right. All right. So you guys can continue the conversation on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom or comment on this post on the website, AtomicGeekdom.com. Let us know your favorite heroes characters, how excited you are for Heroes Reborn, or what gifts or abilities you would want. To maybe you could come up with something creative that hasn't been done before. That'd be cool. Um, again, AtomicGeekdom.com is the website. At Atomic Geekdom is the Twitter. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Google+, Stitcher. Please subscribe on iTunes and leave a little review there. Rate us. Uh, tell your friends. We're on Dead Journal. We're still on Dead Journal, guys. Never heard of We're it. Still on it. Oh, uh, it's the it's the it's the goth version oh, of Live, uh, live Journal. journal. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa.
Interesting. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, go to the website, topicgamer.com, click on the banner there. You'll be taken to Entertainment Earth, and you can buy some awesome toys, action figures, statues, all kinds of great stuff, costumes if you want. Uh, they're an awesome, awesome sponsor of the podcast. We love them, and they gave us the Guardians of the Galaxy Marvel Legends that we're giving to you guys, or we gave to you guys, depending on how time travel works. Or when you post podcasts, things get crazy. Or when you listen to this. Yeah. It may already be gone, but if it's not, <laughs> uh, you know, get in on it. Get some free yeah, stuff. Someone's got to win it. It could be you. It's, Why not? It's pretty fantastic. So mm-hmm. check that out um, on the banner. And uh, Audible. JD, tell us about Audible. Audible is great. Audible is life. <laughs> Audible is awesome. AudibleTrial.com slash Atomic Geekdom. I like that one. Very minimalistic. Very minimalistic on that one. You get free books. Free 30-day download. Helps us. Coolio. (laughs) Yeah, you get one free book, and I'll make a suggestion because I saw the trailer for it, and I wanted to start reading it. So The Fifth Fifth Wave. wave. Go go get that audiobook and listen to it. So far, it's been great. Uh, The the voice is is awesome, and I can't wait for the movie. The movie looks awesome. Gotta love a good alien invasion movie that hasn't been done right yet, so it looks like it, this one might be done right. And, and the, I will I will recommend the book I've mentioned because I think it is really worth reading. As soon I will become invincible. It's oh great. yeah, it's a great book, very good book. I, I really should have segued to that, but I was too busy focusing it's on okay. this. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so, all right, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Thanks for having us, as always. And JD, yes, it was great. JD, thank you. Fridge Large Meat, thank you. Oh, sir. God. And until next week, we'll see you soon. Or, you know, that kind of junk. Goodbye. I'm done talking. Bye. Bing, 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 bing.